right, Jumpman Podcast. Obviously, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that Chad and I are huge fans of the G.I. Joe animated cartoon from the 80s, and just basically everything Joe, including the action figures. But G.I. Joe, the animated movie back in the 80s, was a steaming hot piece of shit. They went nuts on it. It was stupid, and uh, you know we have made... <laughs> clearly, you can hear the dissatisfaction in my voice. So I called Chad up this week, and I said, Yo, dude. What if we came up with our own versions of how the movie should have gone? Even better, let's each come up with our own version without telling the other person. So, Chad and I are going are recording our versions of how G.I. Joe the animated movie should have gone, and we're gonna, you're going to get to hear both of them, and uh, I'll be curious to see uh, if they're similar or nuts or crazy or which one's cooler, etc., etc. So, if you have... Watch the animated movie in the 80s. This is going to be awesome for you. If you haven't, if you like G.I. Joe, go back and watch it, then listen to the podcast. And if you uh, don't want to listen to it, fuck you. Just turn this podcast off, and we'll see you next week with video game stuff. Absolutely. And you can check us out on JumpmanPodcast.com, on Facebook, subscribe to us on iTunes, Retroware TV, and Elder-Geek.com. Hello, this is Chad. And first off, I'm going to give you my version of G.I. Joe the movie. Check it out. First, we keep in the amazing intro to G.I. Joe the movie. The first three minutes and 55 seconds, it's all there. Joe's fighting Cobra, the Statue of Liberty, it's all there. The narrator giving the classic uh, intro, G.I. Joe is the code name for America's top missile mission force, etc., etc. Uh, Cobra's defeated, all cast members are there. Duke flies Cobra's bomb back up onto its little air carrier starship thing. It explodes. And we fade into the next day. Where my story begins. All right. Exterior Statue of Liberty daytime. Reporter interviewing Duke. The cleanup of Liberty Island continues as the Joe team celebrates its decisive victory over the invading forces of Cobra. Here we have second-rate Joes are literally mopping up the battle scene with mops and brooms. Duke is talking to the reporter. Shipwreck is napping. Alpine. Did you see me last night? I was zipping all over the place. Pew, 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 pew. Gung-ho. If you ask me, Cobra's finished. Even with all the king's horses and all the king's men, nobody could put Cobra back together again. Ain't that right, Shipwreck? Gung-ho throws wet mop at Shipwreck. Hey, take it easy. Ah, oh, my big toe is still sore from kicking Cobra's scaly butt last night. Everybody laughs. Duke to the reporter. We learned weeks ago of Cobra's secret attack and took steps to counter it. Last week we saved Liberty Island and struck a decisive blow. Tomorrow we muster the entire might of the Joe team to Cobra Island and end their menace once and for all. Uh, we cut to interior Cobra c- control room. Cobra commander watches Duke... Spilling that on the broadcast. Cobra Commander. Finished? I have not yet begun to annihilate. Cobra Commander throw his ch- throws his chair into the monitor screen, destroying it. Zartan enters, and he and Cobra Commander are whisked away on a moving platform. The platform zooms by thousands of tanks, aircraft, robots, and Cobra infantry training for the next mission. The, ne- the inside of the underground Cobra base is gigantic. Cobra Commander, did you acquire the artifact? 
Sartan. Yes. While the main forces of Cobra were distracting the Joe team, I slipped into their headquarters and stole this. Zartan holds up a green gem set in an ancient-looking gold crown. Ah, the emerald headdress of Scarpathia! Plug it into the broadcast energy transmitter! The moving platform stops at a gigantic machine that Destro is working on. They plug the emerald into one of the three slots on the machine. Destro. Good. The broadcast energy transmitter is ready for a test at one-third power. Do it! Destro activates the machine and shoots out a beam of light that fires into the air. This is the same uh, machine from the uh, original G.I. Joe movie. A series of mirrors reflects the beam out and up and out a giant snake head that forms the outside of Cobra Island. The light beam hits a G.I. Joe airplane marked New Recruits. Falcon. Hey, Big Lob, what's that? The plane lights up and is instantly destroyed. Commander. With a broadcast energy transmitter, Cobra will rule the world! Wah! <laughs> Alright, come back to Interior Joe Base. Dial tone and mainframe are manning the communications console. Dial tone. Duke, something strange. The plane with all our new recruits just vanished. Duke. You mean the plane carrying Jinx, Big Lob, Chuckles, Tonorette, Law and Order, and, uh, Falcon? Mainframe. And Sergeant Slaughter's three top men, whatever their names are. Daltone. That's the one. The signal just cut out like it was destroyed. But the energy signature left behind isn't from a bomb or a missile. It's like nothing I've ever seen. Duke. Hmm, could be a Cobra weapon. All the reason to move forward with our assault on Cobra Island right now. Yo, Joe! Everyone yells, Yo, Joe! And runs out, except for Shipwreck's parrot, who flaps around in a circle saying, Rock, rock, it's a trap, it's a trap, rock, frogs in winter, frogs in winter! Shipwreck swats the parrot. Eh! Will you stop saying that? Ah, now I have to go mix some chemicals. That's a reference. The Joes rush headlong into Cobra Island, and Cobra Commander fires the BET, which decimates the Joe forces. Destro warns him not to use it until it's fully powered up, but he keeps firing it, sending the Joes into full retreat. The BET overheats and needs repairs before it can be used again. Meanwhile, the Joes lick their wounds. Exterior USS Flag, which is the carrier ship. Duke. Alright, damage report! How bad did we get hit? Gung-ho. Oh, my pride took a big hit. Bazooka. Oh, my ears won't stop ringing. And then cut to Doc. Oh, you're the lucky ones. I need more medical supplies and step on the hospital deck ASAP. Duke. You'll get it. Scarlet, what's our offensive capability? Faced with that new weapon, I'd say that there's less of a snowball's chance of even reaching Cobra Island, let alone taking it. Plus... Cobra might have more forces in waiting. Ugh. I thought this was the end of Cobra, but those slippery snakes had one more card to play. Well, we have an ace up our sleeve, too. Where is Snake Eyes now? Scarlet. He's just landed on the far side of Cobra Island. Should be checking in any moment now. 
Snake Eyes covertly slips into Cobra Island, ninja style, and slices and dices his way through the halls without tripping any alarms. He listens in on Destro complaining to Baroness about the commander and how they are simultaneously seeking the last two gems that will fully power up the BET. Suddenly, Snake Eyes is discovered by Storm Shadow, and they ninja fight with swords, cha-ching, 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 making their way towards the BET. Snake Eyes tries to sabotage the machine, but Baroness sprays him with knockout gas, and he falls down unconscious. Scarlet relays Snake Eyes' last message, last message to Duke, and he sends out two elite teams of Joes to intercept the two remaining gems before Cobra forces can get their hands on them. The first team of Sergeant Slaughter, Spirit, Lady J, and Flint heads into the Amazon jungle. The second team of Snowjob, Quick Kick, Roadblock, and Leatherneck heads to the Himalayas. The first team discovers an ancient temple dedicated to an ancient civilization of snake people called Cobra. Or just Cobra La, you know, whatever. Uh, they navigate various booby traps and make their way to the center of the temple. The second team dodge an avalanche caused by a missile and wind up facing off against several angry yetis who throw them into a big ice pit. Meanwhile, the Joes are preparing for their final assault and both Duke and Cobra commanders say, We must win, no matter the cost. The first Joe team discover ancient mummies decorated with precious jewels and the blue gem needed to power up the BET. Suddenly, Zartan and the Dreadnoughts enter, guns drawn. Ripper, hello, hello, hello. Zartan, good job, heroes. You've done all the work for us. Now hand over the gem. Sergeant Slaughter. You can pry this gem from my cold, dead hands, you slimy scuzzball! Zartan, so be it. Both sides battle amongst the sarcophaguses, and it looks like the Joes will win. Suddenly, Zartan shoots the gem out from Sergeant Slaughter's hands, and it reflects sunlight onto the center of the chamber, which starts a chain reaction that powers up the mummies, which are half-serpent, half-man. In the Himalayas, the Joes are surrounded in the pit by Cobra forces, and Dr. Mindbender emerges. He has the third gem, which he uses to control the Yetis. The huge creatures start to close in until Roblox shoots a hole into the floor, and everyone stumbles as the floor shatters, revealing an icy lake underneath. Back in the temple, the Dreadnoughts leave the Snake Temple behind with the gem as the Joes fight off the mummies. Zartan. Cheers, Joes. The last thing you will hear is the sound of your own vertebrae cracking one by one. (laughs) Sergeant Slaughter faces off against a snake mummy with wings and elbow spikes, while Lady J fights a female mummy with poison dripping from its fingers. Flint is attacked by a mummy with a snake tail instead of legs. Meanwhile, the Joes have climbed out of the icy water, and Roblox punches the last yeti down into the pit. They look to the sky to see Dr. Mindbender's plane shooting across the sky. He clutches the third gem and laughs loudly. Back in the jungle, the Joe team defeat the mummies, and the temple collapses. 
Both teams head back to the main Joe Force, which is about to launch its final assault. Duke gives a rallying speech to the assembled Joe soldiers, and it's straight out of Street Fighter the movie. Duke. Now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? And everyone yells, Yo, Joe! G.I. Joe sends everything they have at Cobra Island. Cobra Commander cackles as he watches the Joes on the monitor screen get closer and closer to the BET's firing range. Now, G.I. Joe, witness the true power of this fully operational battle station! Cobra Commander flips a switch and a host of Joes are vaporized. Suddenly, the BET powers down. Snake Eyes has escaped and he stabbed the machine with his sword. Destro shoots him and Baroness tries to kick him, but he throws her into Destro and runs off bleeding. Ninja blood. The BET needs five minutes to power back on, so Cobra Commander orders all Cobra forces to attack. All of Cobra Island is a battleground for 20 minutes as old scores are settled and explosions are everywhere. Think, uh, if you think of the first five minutes of the movie, times four million. So Duke, Lady J, and Sergeant Slaughter rush the control room and confront Cobra Commander. Duke, it's over. Cobra's finished. The only finished in this room is you. Destro, activate the self-destruct sequence. Destro, no, Commander. What? You dare defy me? I dare, because you are an ignorant buffoon, unworthy of leading a single Girl Scout troop. You thought the BET was just another weapon, but its true purpose is much greater than any of you could possibly comprehend. Its true purpose is to power... And then Serpentor enters. Me! That uh, Serpentor said that. Destro activates the BET and a beam of light shoots out at Serpentor. He glows brightly and then grows into a giant snake creature that begins wreaking havoc on the Joe forces. Duke, the BET is powering that thing! Let's shut it down for good! Duke fights Destro, Lady J fights Baroness, Sergeant Slaughter fights Storm Shadow. Serpentor destroys more more Joecraft (laughs) and Joe vehicles and picks up Shipwreck and he's gonna eat him. Cobra Commander emerges from hiding and says, You won't blame me for a fool! I am Cobra! I run the world and the world does not need you! Cobra Commander fires Duke's RPG at the BET, blowing it up, and Serpentor transforms back into a regular human. Shipwreck punches him in the face. Sergeant Slaughter chokes out Storm Shadow, Duke knocks out Destro, and Lady J throws the Baroness into the wounded Snake Eyes, who knocks her out. Cha-cha! The remaining Cobra forces surrender. Joe's March Cobra, Cobra soldiers out at gunpoint, and Serpentor is loaded, is loaded onto a prison truck. Serpentor. Hey, watch the headpiece, buddy. Leatherneck. Shut up, snake face. Scarlet. Destro Baroness, we captured the entire Cobra Command. Cover girl. Except for Cobra Commander. That slippery little worm is out there somewhere. 
Duke notices Cobra Commander in a boat, speeding away, cackling. Duke. Don't worry about him, cover girl. With a moron like him in charge of any remaining Cobra, the Joes can rest easy. Flint. Speaking of which, I think we're all due for a long vacation. Maybe relax on a tropical island somewhere? Shipwreck. Speak for yourself. I think I've had enough tropical islands to last, to last a lifetime. Everyone laughs and the camera pulls out to reveal a broken, smoking serpent head, as in smoldering, serpent head, marking the ruin of Cobra Island. Music plays and credits roll. Bam! So that's my, that's my G.I. Joe the movie. I worked in some stuff from the movie. I hope you all got those references. And now over to Eric with his version. For my alternate version of the G.I. Joe animated movie, I do try and take some things that happen in the original version. I don't try and just change everything that happened. There are some similarities. I left in the good parts. Uh, there aren't many of them, but I left those in and uh, just took the rest of it and molded it like awesome clay into this, Eric's version of the G.I. Joe animated movie. So, we start off with the movie just like the first one did with the defense of the Statue of Liberty with that Cobra, Cobra theme song and G.I. Joe just jumps out from the Statue of Liberty and just starts whooping ass everywhere. Like Cobras are dropping like flies, it's awesome. G.I. Joe, real American hero, fuck all the terrorists. Um, I mean, that's probably the highlight of all G.I. Joe animation is the defense of Statue of Liberty. So we got to leave that in. Now, here's where we differ. Back at Cobra headquarters in the Terrodrome, Cobra Commander is thrown under the bus hardcore. Serpentor is like, you're a dick. You've screwed up in everything. And Cobra Commander is always like, just like in the movie, he says, you know, You look at to let my constituents defend me! And defend, uh, Destro's like, Militarily speaking, Cobra Commander is a world-class buffoon. And Cobra Commander's like, No! And so that all of the Cobra uh, top command, you know, like uh, Destro, Baroness, Zartan, Major Blood, all those guys just rip Cobra Commander a new one. So Pentor was like, get the fuck out. You are kicked out of your own organization. And that's got to hurt. It's like if Mark Zuckerberg got fired from Facebook. It's got to hurt. So Cobra Commander kicked out of Cobra. So Pentor, obviously, he's always a, he's been in charge for the last year anyways. He's like, no more Cobra Commander. Things to look it up. Meanwhile, in the Himalayas, the G.I. Joe team is field testing the BET, which stands for the Broadcast Energy Transmitter, just like in the movie. If you fire this baby up, it could be the key to the world's energy crisis. I'm quoting Duke right there. So, they, uh, they turn it up for a second, they test it out, makes uh, Cross Country's Havoc activate and drive away, and Cross Country's like, no, stop, mule, stop! And then he turns around, go, 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 it's Cobra! Cobra attacks, led by Serpentor. And they are pinning the Joes down, but the Joes are slowly starting to, you know, reorganize. They're firing back. Things are going back and forth. Duke's got to get to the BET. He takes a bullet wound to the arm, but he gets there. Turns on the BET, which remote activates all of the Joes' weapons and vehicles. So they start firing missiles and shit. Ain't looking good for Cobra. Serpentor fights Duke man-to-man. Duke kicks him into the BET and basically fries him. I don't know how he lives through it, but Serpentor down. And um, 
Destro is in a second in command. Destro's like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. So, Cobra beats the retreat. The G.I. Joes have won, saved the BET, captured Serpentor. Now, General Hawk, who doesn't go on a lot of missions, is actually out there. So, Duke is not in charge right now. General Hawk. In fact, in the G.I. Joe command structure, the it's General Hawk is in charge, then Duke, then Flint, then Beachhead, and then Sergeant Slaughter. I don't know why. That's their command structure. They give the orders. So General Hawk is out there. He's like, yo, Roadblock needs to put together a unit to chase after the remnants of Cobra. So, just like in the movie, Roadblock's like, yeah, let's go squash some reptiles. Snowjob, Shipwreck, Lady J, Dusty, Quick Kick, Snake Eyes, jump in some vehicles, take off after Cobra. So, but they don't, unlike the stupid animated movie, they don't end up at fucking Cobra Law with all the snake creatures. Instead, they're just coming after Cobra. Uh, you know, they're in the Himalayas. There's tons of snow and stuff, mountains and stuff. Destro uses some awesome invention to trigger an avalanche. Snow is coming down on the Joes, who are a little too eager to catch up with Cobra. And the avalanche uh, basically buries them inside their vehicles. All of them are trapped except for quick, or except for Snowjob because, you know, he's like the Arctic trooper. So he was able to avoid the avalanche, but it's just him. And uh, Storm Shadow comes over and whoop punches him. Boom. Roadblock and the unit are out of commission. And those are some of the best Joes we got, man. Plus Shipwreck. So, back at headquarters, um, you know, Duke's pissed. He's like, it's been 48 hours and zip from Roadblock's unit. What are we going to do, man? You know, we're we're guarding the BET. We know Cobra's going to take another whack at him. We're understaffed. What are we going to do? So, General Hawk orders Flint, uh, Iceberg, and Lifeline to go search for Roadblock's unit. And, and Hawk is like, yo, I was talking to Dial Tone, our communications officer. He said he was able to get a ping off of one of their GPS uh, for their car, for one of their Havoc vehicles. So go to the, and he's like, this is where Dial Tone said he last saw their vehicles. So Flint takes Iceberg and Lifeline up with them. Yo, Joe, take off. And Duke is like, oh, geez, now we just got rid of another commanding officer and a couple more Joes. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm worried about the BET. Hawk is like, don't worry, because we've we've got some new recruits on the way. We've got Beachhead training a bunch of recruits here at headquarters, and we got Sergeant Slaughter out on his compound training a bunch of uh, raw recruits too. So between the two of them, boom, we'll have a whole other unit uh, ready to fight on our side. They're still a little raw, but you know we'll probably promote them. Do a quick montage there where you see sergeant slaughter training his guys they've got those weird dudes one was kicked out of the circus one was kicked out of the nfl and one was kicked out of cobra x viper and then over on the other side beachheads recruits you've got lieutenant falcon who is not duke's half-brother anymore now he's hawk's half-brother and which is how he was supposed to be in the original toy line so and we got a bunch of those other ones you know big lob jinx tunnel rat chuckles law and order i mean in the movie they're shitheads and they sound like shitheads but we do a quick montage so we see them all they think they're hot shit but they're not so next up you've got cobra hitting the joe compound and the bet facility at the same time stretching the joe's roster super thin um the joe's they think serpentor he's under this lock and key falcon is supposed to be guarding them he's talking about how relax don't worry that they'd have to get through all these different um defense mechanisms which of course because he was trying to bang zarana earlier accidentally uh let all the secrets in 
So Zartan, the Dreadnoughts, Major Blood, ton of Cobra officers all um, get past the defenses, thanks to Lieutenant Falcon fucking it up, and um, are trying to rescue Serpentor. The only ones left to defend, uh, to try and keep Serpentor under lock and key, are Gung-Ho, Alpine, and Bazooka. Um, But they're taken out because Scrap Iron, uh, who is like the weapons expert for the Cobras, uh, launches a major explosion, and those three Joes get caught underneath the rubble. So they're out. So more Joes now taken out. This is bad. At the BET compound, Tomax and Zemot, the Crimson Guard commanders, lead all their Crimson Guardsmen to attack uh, and try and, and take the BET out. The Joes are rallying. There's not a ton of them anymore, but they're rallying because they're Joes and they're kicking the ass. But Storm Shadow, the Cobra Ninja, sneaks into the compound, activates the BET, and causes all the Joe's vehicles to switch off. He uses the BET to shut down their electricity. So, the, the Joe's are fucked now. They don't have any vehicles. Cobras call in an air attack. A bunch of Cobra Rattlers coming in. You know, what are you going to do? The, the Rattlers, they got the air superiority. They're blowing up the vehicles. They're screwed. So, General Hawk, who's commanding at the BET compound, calls a retreat. How often do you see that in G.I. Joe? He also orders Duke who is uh, over at Serpentor's, uh, you know, who, is, who had a command of the uh, soldiers over there at the headquarters with Serpentor to regroup and wait for them. Duke is like, no, Serpentor's getting away. We got to fucking stop this now. Hawk's like, no, wait for us. We've already lost the BET. We'll come over there, help you guys. Duke refuses. He's like, I need some Joes. They're going to help me go back and get Serpentor. And a lot of the Joes are like, Duke, you know, we can't really refuse the order. I don't know about this. So Duke's like, yo, calls on his older buddies, the original G.I. Joe from, like, the earlier series, the ones that were there before Hawk arrived, when, back when Duke was in charge. He's like, I need you guys to help me. So we got, like, Stalker, Rock and Roll, Torpedo, Zap. Those guys are like, yo, Joe, let's do this. Let's fucking get them. So they take off. They launch a counterattack. They start beating back the Cobras. They're trying to recapture Serpentor. Duke gets in a fight with Serpentor. He's about to whoop his ass, but then Falcon gets in the way. He's trying to make up for the fact that he accidentally let in all the Cobras, but just like a Optimus Prime Megatron hot rod situation, Falcon just gets in the way, and Serpentor is going to kill Falcon, but Duke jumps in the front oh, and takes a snake spear to the heart to save Falcon, just like in the movie. Ah. Serpentor gets away. Duke is in big trouble. He, quote-unquote, lapses into a coma, uh, but he's probably going to die. Hawk and the rest of the ones, uh, rest of the remaining Joes from the, uh, get, who got their asses whooped at the BET compound, get back there. Not a lot of Joes left. General Hawk lays the blame on Duke, not on Falcon, on Duke, and court-martials the old-school Joe troops that went along with them and puts them in prison. So rock and roll, stalker, zap, you dudes are in prison for disobeying order. Duke's in a hospital on death's bed. Things are looking bad. So, Hawk says, you know what? Falcon, you screwed up, but Beachhead, I want you to promote all the Joe recruits to full Joe order status because we are lacking on troops. He also calls Sergeant Slaughter and is like, dude, you need to take your new guys, go infiltrate the Terradrome, learn their plans because we are hurting. So Sergeant Slaughter and Slaughter's Marauders break in there because they have an ex-Viper on the team. He shows them how to get in. So they get in there, but guess what? In a twist, the ex-Viper is not an ex-Viper. He's a double agent. Him and the other two Marauders turn on them and capture Sergeant Slaughter. Like, oh, shit. So we've got the 
Sergeant Slaughter is dragged in front of Serpentor, who's now back at the Terror Drum, and he's like, You guys, you ignorant slut, Sergeant Slaughter. We've got you just where you where we want you. We got Roadblock and his guys captured, and uh, Duke is injured now. You're captured. And Sergeant Slaughter's like, Well, Flint's, Flint's still out there, man. And Slaughter goes, Ha 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 ha. Or Serpentor's like, Ha ha ha. We sent Flint on a wild goose chase. You guys are screwed. General Hawk, remember him? Yeah, he's on our team. He's a Cobra. What? What? General Hawk, the leader of the Joes, is a Cobra? What the fuck's going on? That's when they call a very minor used uh, Cobra villain. In fact, kind of a ridiculous one called Raptor. Raptor is wearing a full bird costume. He goes, guess what? We captured Hawk, General Hawk and Beachhead, and we used the Brainwave Scanner, which is used all the time in the G.I. Joe comics, Use the brainwave scanner to brainwash General Hawk and Beachhead. Or no, sorry, not Beachhead. General Hawk and Falcon. My bad. Sorry. They brainwashed General Hawk and Falcon and turned them into Cobras. And, the, and in order for Cobra to uh, distinguish who were the double agents, they gave them bird code names, which is why Raptor gave them the code names Hawk and Falcon. So this whole time, Falcon, Hawk and Falcon are actually double agents, but they thought they were Joes until Raptor... Uh, released like a hypno trigger word which then boom turned them into cobra agents so they started out good but but raptor gives them the hypno trigger word boom they are now working for the cobras now beachhead was also a bad guy beachhead was actually cobra agent firefly in disguise you'll note that firefly and beachhead wear the same kind of mask so you couldn't ever tell that it wasn't beachhead underneath they knocked beachhead out threw him in jail while back Replace him with Firefly. Covert agent. Oh, yeah. So Sergeant Slaughter's like, holy shit. Like, every single person that is in a command structure for G.I. Joe is now out. Except for Flint. And by the way, Flint's on a wild goose chase because General Hawk said, Oh, yeah, man. I totally said, you know, I made up something about dial tone. And he noticed that this is where Roadblock's unit was last located. Bullshit. Just lied about that. So Flint's out in the middle of nowhere with Iceberg and Lifeline. They can't find shit. So, this is some bad news. Now, Serpentor and Cobra geared up all their dudes. They're going to mount a final assault on G.I. Joe headquarters to finish them off. Because the Joes are reeling, they're injured, they're captured, you know, no problem. Cobra uses the BET to hyperpower their bats. In case you don't remember, bats are battle android troopers working for Cobra. They're fucking robots. But with the BET, the Broadcast Energy Transmitter, they're now hyper-powered bats. So they basically are unstoppable. You know, you have to just totally blow them all to pieces. So the bats are just knocking down on the Joe's headquarters doors. The, the Joe's are like, holy shit, we got to mount a defense. But that's when General Hawk shuts down their missile defense system. Basically opening them up the doors to the Joe headquarters for the bats and all the Cobra officers to come in. As he does this, Scarlet is in another room, and she realizes she's talking to Dial Tone for the first time ever and finds out that um, he never knew about Roadblock's GPS going off. And she's like, holy shit, General Hawk might have been lying to us. She grabs Spirit, Ricondo, and Airtight. They're like the only Joe she can grab. She's like, yo, dudes, shit is going down. we got to get the fuck out of here. But it's too late. Beachhead reveals himself to be Firefly in disguise, and all the Joe recruits are all Cobra agents including the brainwashed Falcon. And that's when someone's like, holy shit, of course all the new recruits, Big Lob, Chuckles, 
Jinx. Of course they're Cobra agents. That's why they had such shitty code names, and that's why they suck so hard, because they weren't actual Joes. Duh. But it doesn't matter. You've got you've got Firefly, General Hawk, and you've got all the recruits that are actually all Cobras right now on the inside. The defense system has been shut down. All the Battle Android troopers on the outside come in, and the remaining Joes are all defeated. The only ones that are left are Scarlet, Spirit, Ricano, and Airtight. But then, but then, Snake Eyes shows up. If you remember, Snake Eyes was in Roadblock's unit. He was defeated, but he managed to escape Cobra headquarters. He comes into the, all, gets all the way back to the Joe headquarters and rescues Scarlet and those other three dudes. Like, okay, we've still got a chance. Scarlet calls up Flint and says, yo, you're on a wild goose chase. We are fucked. <laughs> you, uh, you know, what are we going to do? And Flint's like, yo, I'm out here. If, if I knew where Cobra headquarters was, we could rescue everybody. But I don't know. But Snake Eyes knows because he just escaped from the Cobra headquarters. So Snake Eyes, now Snake Eyes doesn't talk. So he points at a map. <laughs> points at a map revealing where Cobra headquarters are. And he also knows a secret entrance in. So, Flint, Lifeline, and Iceberg join up with Snake Eyes, Scarlet, Spirit, Recondo, and Airtight. That's it. That's all the Joes. Everyone else is all prisoners. They get to the Cobra headquarters. Snake Eyes shows them a secret entrance in. So, they get in there and they, they rescue all the Joes. Here's the good thing. Since all the Joes have all been captured and they're all in Cobra headquarters, when you bust them out of prison, boom. Now they're ready to rally, motherfuckers. But they notice, what the hell? Snake Eyes is already still in prison with Roadblock and all those other guys. How are there two Snake Eyes? And that's when you realize the Snake Eyes that saved Scarlet, the Snake Eyes that pointed at the map, it's Cobra Commander in disguise. He pulls off the Snake Eyes mask and he's got, somehow he's got another mask underneath his Cobra Commander mask. He was like, he was like two masks in it. And so, and he was like, fuck Cobra, man. They, they, they uh, booted me out. You know, he's like a total spurned ex-girlfriend. So he was betrayed. So he's decided to help the Joes defeat Cobra because if he's not in charge of his organization, he wants them taken out. So the Joes go into the armory. All the Joes who've been kidnapped are all right there. So they pull up the weapons and they start just whooping ass. G.I. Joe style. Yo, Joe. And of course, Serpentor's trying to rally his troops, but they're just getting their asses handed to them. So... Things are looking good here, but before Cobra can be totally defeated, Cobra Commander saves the remaining Cobra forces, turns on the Joes because, you know, he still wants his organization. So, you know, he hits like a secret button and like this big force field goes up and Cobra's like, Cobra Commander's like, yo, troops, rally to me. I will save you. And so a couple of them, like Destro, Baroness, and some Cobra officers and stuff um, go with Cobra Commander. They jump in a giant snake looking plane, take off. So he saved them. Although 75% of Cobra has now been captured and destroyed. So Pentor, back in jail. The Joes have won. The BET has been turned off. Majority of Cobra's captured. Things are looking awesome. Uh, Hawk, General Hawk, and Lieutenant Falcon are unbrainwashed. They use the brainwave scanner, unbrainwash them. So they're back. The other Joe recruits that were all uh, bitch Cobra agents in disguise, they're prisoners now. Um... And Cobra Commander has led the remnants of his organization away. He has now rebranded them as The Coil. And, uh, and he will live to lead them another day. After Destro says, I'm a bitch. Sorry, Cobra Commander. I'll never disobey you again. 
So the Joes are feeling pretty good. They've saved the day. Things are awesome. And then they get a call. Hey, this is Doc from headquarters. Duke's going to be okay. Yo, Joe! Boom, baby. That would be a fucking awesome G.I. Joe animated movie. What do you think about that? Let me know on Facebook. I can't wait to hear Chad's version. Jump now and do